Hey, if you enjoy this show or have learned anything from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you listen on Apple, so right now, go to the show, scroll to the bottom of the page, and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us to know you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. All right, on to the episode. Hey there, welcome to the Work From Home Voice Actor Podcast. Whether you're a regular listener or have recently decided to tag along with us here, thank you for joining us. And we hope we can offer some tips and strategies that help you in your VO journey. I'm Melanie Scroggins. I'm a fellow voice actor and your motivational guide through the world of VO. In this show, we talk about all things voiceover and I answer your questions about the industry and talk about how you can be successful working from home as a voice actor. In this episode, I'm going over the five questions to ask yourself when your qualifying client leads. But before we begin, if you enjoy this show or have learned something from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you are listening on Apple. So right now, pause, go to the show, scroll to the bottom of the page and give us a star rating or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us know you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. All right, let's dive in. To make this episode more helpful and actionable for you, I've created a lead tracker you can download at the link in the show notes. I use a lead tracker to do exactly that, keep track of all the leads I come across in my business that I want to explore further. This episode and the tracker will be helpful to those of you looking to start direct marketing. So here are the five questions to ask yourself when qualifying client leads. Number one, do they have an updated website? So especially since we've been in the midst of a pandemic the last two years, there are some companies who unfortunately didn't make it or just haven't been able to regularly produce work. And this is pretty easy to figure out. So most websites have the last year updated on the very bottom of their website or in the far left or bottom right corner in the footers of their websites. So one of the first things to check out is if the website has been updated within the last year. If not, there's a good chance the company isn't actively working at the moment. If it's a company whose work you like and would possibly like to work with in the future, annotate their info in your lead tracker and make a note to check their site at a later time. Number two, can I easily look up the people that work here either on their website or on LinkedIn? This is a really important question because the answer helps us understand if this is a solid lead or not. There are tons of companies who don't post any info about their teams for one reason or another. But if our purpose is to find companies and persons we can reach out to and start a conversation with, and there isn't any other way to reach out to them besides a website contact form, it may not be worth our time. Number three, does the lead have active social media channels? So while I'll be the first to say inactive socials isn't a huge red flag, I mean, I'm guilty of this myself and have questioned whether or not I even want to be on social. But if a video production company who makes videos for a living, for example, isn't sharing their work, they may not be looking for more projects and therefore won't be actively hiring voice talent. Number four, if I can't find an email, can I at least connect with someone who works here on LinkedIn? So while some companies don't list their team at all, Other companies will list their team members, but offer no additional information or social channel links for obvious reasons, of course, but it's still worth it to check them out on LinkedIn to see if there's a way to connect with them that way. Again, our purposes here is to know that we're reaching out to a person and not a full inbox via an info at email address. However, this doesn't always mean someone wishes to connect with us 
or will ever reach out after our initial connection, but it's much better than the website contact form. Number five, what is the quality of their work? So one of the first questions you should ask yourself when you're qualifying leads is, do I want my name associated with this portfolio of work? Because I'll tell you, just because a company produces videos does not mean they're very good at it. I say this because I see a lot of videos when researching leads, and there are companies that go above and beyond, and there are companies who make the bare minimum sound appealing. So don't feel like you have to reach out to every single video producer or explainer video company you come across. This will most likely be a waste of time. And if you wouldn't share a similar video to what they have in their portfolio on your site, then it's best to skip over the lead altogether. Okay, so keep in mind, just because a client does not have a couple of these five things at any given time doesn't mean they aren't a worthy lead. So when asking yourself these five questions, it's important to remember that the end goal is to start a conversation and create a relationship with the company and person you come across so you can mutually benefit each other. If there is any question to if either of you can benefit the other, then you may not be able to, and that's perfectly all right. All we're looking to do is stretch our direct marketing muscles and build our businesses. There's no one set way or one set definition of a client that we can work with. And you'll learn so much by getting out there and doing lots of research on your own and for your particular business. If you have any questions, remember you can always fill out our podcast request form linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.